Mahoney's Irish Pub and Steakhouse presents the Colvin Brothers Podcast. Well, let me tell you something, brother. My name is Michael. I've always dreamed about having a brother. It's the Colvin Brothers Show. Oh, boy. Michael is the music guy. I'm the movie guy. Put us together. We're the Colvin Brothers. You was my brother, Charlie. You should have looked out for me a little bit. You're listening to the Colvin Brothers. You're my kid brother. You take care of me. So... What does your brother do to you? It's not a Colvin party. Let the cops show up. <laughs> yes. Perhaps we're long lost brothers. Colvin Brothers on Z93. The six o'clock alarm. Oh, brother. Number six for Colvin. Mom always likes you best. Here we go! The Colvin Brothers. Ash Brown. Comedy. On Z93. Celebrating Frank's 75th. With the Idiot Brothers. Old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you were. Old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you my life 24 and there's so much more live alone in a paradise that makes me think of two love lost such a cost give me things that don't get lost like a coin that won't get tossed everybody it's sunday and you know what that means it's time for the colvin brothers on z93 this week we're doing a tribute to our father frank who turned 75 tomorrow yeah he would have anyway last year we actually did it on his birthday but we didn't the show wasn't the show yet i don't think i listened to a lot of those old podcasts and we were still What's like a fear, podcast i know well he would have hated that <laughs> and let's just put we're just gonna put it out there our old man by neil young uh would have hated everything about us but he, he would have still been proud right yeah that's going out to the den master frank colvin of pack 57 oh i remember he used to work at&t all day long mm-hmm. And then he would put on his uh, Cub Scout shirt, and me and Christopher and a couple other people that I'm friends with, my friend Jeremy. Why is there no photos of him in a Cub Scout shirt? I never knew this. Um, I think I think I have some, but the the quality probably isn't the greatest. Yeah, he was the Cub Master. I, I didn't know that he actually got dressed up for the bit. He wore he had his jeans and he wore the shirt. 
and uh, you know he was he was the guy that explained everything every Friday at the church across from uh, the Dutchess County Airport, which was demolished. When he was my football and baseball coach in Virginia, there was like a coach's outfit. Like he would wear a white T-shirt when I was with the Ravens and had the logo yeah. over the chest. And he would he was the manager, so he would have the R hat and all that. And then um, with the Cardinals, uh, he was quarterbacks coach first year, second year he was offensive coordinator. And they also let him design the the yearbook, the program. So he went all out. And my favorite memory of that period, because our grandmother used to run flea markets at uh, Beach Shopping Center. Yep. So he put her on a mission, and she found him red and white pinstriped pants, like white pants with red pinstripes. And he, he took that, he took a black cowboy hat, put the Cardinals decals on either side with the number 80, just picked the number 80 randomly. I don't remember what shirt, it must have been just a standard issue Cardinals coach shirt, but he looked sharp on those sidelines. Yeah, you put him on one of your websites, you know watch, right? Yeah, yeah. I had dad uh, bring me to Little League pretty much, uh, I think it was the four years that I played. I did Little League and then I did Senior League, but he was just the guy behind the video camera because you bought him at that point in time, the big old school 80s uh, video camera that yes, would be I on did. your shoulder. Took the complete VHS tape right the side yeah, and he, so he would record it and, and luckily he was there the, the time that I hit the game winning hit against the Yankees of all teams and I played for the Cardinals uh-huh. when I was in senior league so a nice little tie in right all there. ties back together so with me I, I kind of I just missed the, the I miss a lot obviously of dad but the text messages you know he would always tell me what the weather was and then uh, if he didn't hear from me for it was, I couldn't really read his text messages they were better than Jennifer's were but like most I ever got out of him was K oh no I got I got good text messages but if he if you had like a conversation eventually he's a, he wrapped it up by saying K okay. or if you didn't talk to him for two days, he would call you and be like, so what's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Veterans Day was uh, just about a week ago or so, and I brought Tanner with me because I wanted to put a new flag at uh, the grave for Dad. Mm-hmm. And it's sad because, you know, Tanner's only four years old, so he's like, oh, we're going to we're gonna go see Grandpa? I haven't seen him in so long. Uh, so I'd explain to him, you know, we're going to go see like a monument for Grandpa, uh, so to speak. Okay. And he helped me put the flag in, and I sent it to Aunt Kathy, and then Aunt Kathy posted it on Facebook. I don't know if you saw that, but uh, Uncle Tommy was happy about that. Well, you know, four-year-olds have their way of, of dealing with death. I had a, a karaoke party when Jimmy Jam was in town. Jimmy Ballads, uh, the former PD of this very radio station, and Bryce was going around to each guest explaining who the cats were. And she's like, Juju is the black cat, Rocky is the black and white cat, and I have a dead cat too. <laughs> <laughs> I still have to tell my kids about that. Yeah. The Colvin Brothers on Z93 is brought to you by Mahoney's Irish Pub. Make sure you check them out. The daily specials, Mahoney'sIrishPub.com. Football in progress, the Cowboys and the Chiefs. And uh, there's a hangover burger that Wendy F-Bomb is eating right now at the end of the bar. That poor thing. And uh, this next song, ELO, Mama Bell. Yeah, because in the old days, you know, we always talk about Dad working for AT&T. When he first started, when he came back from the war, when he came back from Nam, he was working for Ma Bell, but uh, it was a giant company that was broken up by the government. But you still, in the 70s, people still referred to it as Ma Bell. It was just a phone company. And we're going to do something different right now because, you know what? We don't think the big wigs are listening. Caller number 10 is going to get a case of Rheingold. Right now, caller number 10. <laughs> we're the Coleman Brothers on Z93.
Goldman Brothers, and the holiday season is finally here. We highly recommend Mahoney's Irish Pub and Steakhouse in Poughkeepsie to host your private party. They feature three great options. The small room can hold parties up to 25 people. The clotter room can accommodate up to 85 people, featuring your own bar and dance floor. And the vast room can hold parties from 30 to 200 people. Privacy for meetings, holiday parties, rehearsal dinners, retirement parties, anything you want. Mahoney's is the ho-ho home of private parties. Book your next event today. Visit Mahoney'sIrishPub.com. You know, if Frank were alive, he'd say your music sucks. The Colvin Brothers on Z93. on Z93. This week we're doing a tribute to our father, Frank. The Frank Show would have been 75 tomorrow. And uh, Weezer, he was a big fisherman. Yes, he was. So this song is Keep Fishing. This is going out to John Minners, who was caller number 10 and won a case of Rheingold. No I'm kidding. Minners, <laughs> how, did he have his whole family on the phone? He did. Uh, matter of fact, he was trying to do the robot dance that he did at Jennifer's wedding back there. in the day. And they were all wearing black t-shirts. <laughs> you never went fishing with Dad, right? Of course I was. Steven. No, I'm talking about as an adult, Michael. Yeah, I did once because uh, we got him to come up to the lake. And, but were uh, you on a boat? Yeah, it was it was right before my ill fated marriage, and uh, yep. we had him set up. We had his he had his own room with no stairs because you couldn't do stairs. I can't do stairs, so we just like set him up on on the couch. And there's two houses on the all compound, right. and uh, we all went out that morning. And the picture in the promo that I'm running this week okay. is him with the fish that he caught in the boat at Hatch Lake. I think he's still rolling over in the grave after all of Breckman's jokes. Yeah, he was, but he <laughs> but he was just so proud because Heather Breck and I were skunked, but he caught like four or five fish. You guys don't know how to fish. That's uh, yeah. That's it's, my, it's, it's one of my last really great memories with him. Yeah. I was gonna share that too because I would always go up to Whitehall and then eventually uh, Hudson Falls where dad had his two houses upstate because that's where he grew up uh, with all his family. I mean everyone up there, you go up there, there's a Colvin every every corner of the road. Yeah. But you know, there would be a knock on the door. Mm-hmm. You up, boy? <laughs> it's 530. Oh, uh, so, so I would get up and uh, he would have his blue Gatorade and back back in the day used to be the butter roll but now he's like, we're not going to eat anything because I don't want you to crap. <laughs> And we would go fishing, and, and once you were in this fishing spot, you yeah. would not. He, did, he would not move. The he best spot. Go. It was right where um, Lake Ticonderoga was, uh-huh. and uh, he said, "We got to get here before uh, they start doing the reenactments <laughs> because the reenactments are going to scare all the fish." 
And I <laughs> everything scares the fish. <laughs> and I did such a good job because I was like, I caught fish, and Dad was, you know, if you caught fish, then then you were okay in it. Yeah. I never caught anything. You're a spastic. <laughs> you're useless. You don't want to get skunked like your brother. <laughs> the Colvin Five. Are you ready for the Colvin Five? Five. 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 On Z93. So the Colvin Five this week, as you can see on the Colvin Brothers on Z93 Facebook page. I believe we have something for Thanksgiving next week. Spoiler alert. Oh. Um, name an 80s album that is pure perfection. Um, I had a couple of them. The Joshua Tree from U2. Yeah, I would go with that. Thriller, Michael Jackson, which uh, D.O.T. Taylor also has his honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen because of you. You were a big uh, Boss fan back in the day. You dressed up as him. I had it on cassette. Yeah, uh, the very first time I air jammed was at the uh, South Hills Mall, and I was grounded for something. But Mom let me and Jennifer still perform in the air jam. She was Cindy Lauper yep. and did... Um, and I was going to mention that. She uh, would probably say she's so unusual. She, she would. And uh, I, I did uh, Born in the USA before I realized that it was an ironic song. So we yeah. would not be playing that one for Frank today. Yeah, but that song was played all the time at Gold Road by Michael, so I kind of hooked on it. And then the last one for me was Licensed to Ill by the Beastie Boys. Another classic and uh, one that we do feature stuff... We We've probably got about three or four songs from that album on our show since we started in August of t- 2020. And uh, mine are going to have to go with Peter Gabriel's So. Oh, you know, walking walk in right now in the studio, you never know who you're going to find here at iHeartRadio. It's Peter Gabriel. Yes, I uh, had spoken to Daniel Lenoir when I was recording So, <laughs> and I informed him that I had shagged Kate Bush when she was a wee lass of 15, and I'd like to have another go at it. So we rounded her up for the song Don't Give Up. Oh, man. So are you stuck there with that director that's uh, over there, too? What was his name? The director that had to flee to England because he was shagging a 15-year-old? Oh, uh, Roman Polanski. There you go. Yeah, yeah. He was a good neighbor. Uh, Crunch would probably appreciate that. What do you think, Barbara? Well, I don't know about Crunch, babe, <laughs> but we were talking about Frank before I could say There's like all these sunfish that he bounced off the side of the boat. Well, Barbara, another one of your grandsons... Uh, this time it's uh, Cousin Thomas. Oh, Elaine's boy. Yeah, he's got a big, huge thing for uh, Foo Fighters. He wants to be Dave Grohl. I wouldn't know who that is, Ben. All right, well, he's got a band called Axis One. Are you friends with them on Facebook? I'm a friendster. <laughs> Metallica, Master of Puppets for uh, Cousin Thomas as well. And we mentioned uh, Michael Jackson, Thriller for D.O.T. Taylor, which a lot of people like, and Cheryl and Aunt Lisa. great album. The problem know. that we kept trying to top it, and it just kept getting steadily worse. Like, Thriller was a peak. Bad at its moments, but anything after that is almost self-parody. What's number five, kid? Number five, Denver Darren. It's a little Van Hagar, 5150. Yeah, and it is Van Hagar, and that's why I can't agree with Denver Darren. If I'm going to go with an 80s album from Van Halen, that's perfect. My favorite one was was Diver Down, even though it's like half covers. I just love that record. But um, 5150, look, it did the job, all right? They, they, they were going on at the point. At that point, it looked like David Lee Roth was going to have this huge solo career. It didn't pan out. California Girls, still yeah. remember. Cal- and as well as Just a Gigolo. And even by this point, I think Yankee Rose had come out. You know what? The Van Hager period, very successful. It's not my Van Halen, but I saw them three times with him at the helm. So what, who do I know? Number four, this poster was on your wall for many years. Traveling Wilburys Volume 1, it still is. It's in the man cave. It's framed. Oh, you're allowed to have it back up now. I, yeah, I am. And uh, it's not. <laughs> it, it, my favorite thing about that poster is that it's not a commercial poster. I only have it because I worked at Tape Down at the Galleria when it first opened in the 80s. And and it was a promotional item for rec- for uh, record and tape stores. So it's one of my most prized possessions. Yeah, Aunt Cheryl and Aunt Lisa both had a, a bunch of requests. We have Aunt Lisa coming up at number two. But it was funny. They were messaging me privately, like Facebook Messenger. Oh. And it was the same exact conversation I had with both, even though they were in the same group. So Aunt Cheryl would post me her favorite albums. It said, Aunt Cheryl, I sent you the link. you got to put it on the Colvin Brothers on Z93 Facebook page. It's just not going to It's just not gonna translate. Ten minutes later, Aunt Lisa put all of her albums in the message. Yeah, yeah. I said, Aunt Lisa, look above. Yeah. Yeah. Had to send her the link. Yeah, I know. I but, know. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna get those two at Christmas. Trust me. <laughs> I got them. Number three is the Talk Fairy with U2, Rattle, and Hum, which I have this album. It was a great record. There's some you know, Angel of Harlem's on there. That's my favorite U2 song. Yeah, U2 is very good. What's uh, what's number two? Aunt Lisa with one that surprised me. Billy Squire's Don't Say No. I, <laughs> it features The Stroke, yeah. uh, Lonely is the Night, My Kind of Lover, and there's uh, some other tracks on there. Just a, a great pop rock record, a power pop record, if you will. And uh, I've I mentioned this before. I had the uh, opportunity to meet Billy at a Paul McCartney press conference uh, in 1993, of all things, and I had better seats than he did. Well, Aunt Lisa was in the conversation with Aunt Cheryl, and Aunt Cheryl goes, Lisa, I never heard of any of your albums. And Aunt Lisa goes, I was an alternative and new wave in the 80s. That's what I liked. <laughs> <laughs> Big closer. Big closer. 18 and Paul Palomalu, Def Leppard, Hysteria, which I was surprised that uh, Paul picked that one. Because, well, he picked like six or seven, but yeah. um, what He's, I liked about this is that it was such an odd pairing, Teen and Paul Palomalu. <laughs> I was like, well, that'll work, but Hysteria I mean, 
for two years, Stephen. There was yeah. nothing but that record. As long as the Orange County Speedway, uh, more than once, at least one of those shows, it rained so bad that I had to leave my shoes there. I, my shoes were just like, I, I, I used to spray paint the shoes we talked about. Yeah. I had these cobalt blue shoes, and I, I ended up not even bringing them home. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for the contributions. Great job this week for your favorite 80s album. Hi, this is Louis Chu celebrating Frank Colvin's 75th birthday with the Idiot Brothers on Z93. Now shut up and fish. It's getting to the point where I'm no fun anymore. I am sorry. Sometimes it hurts so badly I must cry out loud I am lonely I am yours, you are mine, you are what you are You make it hard Remember what we've said and done and felt about each other Don't let the past remind us of what we are not now. I am not dreaming. I am yours. You are mine. You are what you are. You make it hard. Tearing yourself away from me now You are free And I am crying This does not mean I don't love you I do, that's forever Yes, and for always I am yours, you are mine You are what you are you make it hard Something inside Is telling me that I've got your secret Are you still listening? Here is the lock And left the key to your heart And I love you I am yours, you are mine, you are what you are You make it hard, and you make it hard And you make it hard, and you make it hard
chestnut brown canary Ruby throated sparrow Sing the song, don't be long Thrill me to the marrow Voices of the angel Ring around the moonlight Asking me, say she's so free How can you catch the sparrow? They see lilting lyric Losing love lamenting Change my life, make it right be my lady. Do 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 Brothers on Z93, our tribute to our father Frank, who would be 75 tomorrow. Crosby, Stills, and Nash, I like that you put this in there. Sweet Judy Blue Eyes for Jude. Yeah, well, Judy had blue eyes, and uh, the song came out like you know, within a year of them getting married. Same year, I think I was born on August 10th, and the, the song came out like a month later. So I've always t- you know, tied that to our mom. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the dad probably could have cared less about Crosby, Stills, and Nash, but, you know, we're a rock station, so we got to play what we play. Yeah, I was happy that Jude hooked us up because uh, my daughter and my son both have blue eyes and blonde hair. Yeah, I, I kind of lost the blue eye race with Bryce, but that's okay because she's definitely a blondie. And as you pointed out, uh, what was it a week ago? You know, there was a, there was an old Army football picture. I was ten. It's like, oh, good to see Bryce in that photo <laughs> kit. I mean, that, this kid could not look more like me. I feel yeah, for her when she gets older. It's a dead ringer. And since you brought up mom, I was I was laughing because I was reminiscing. I, I, I picked out um, a pair of pajama bottoms uh, recently that I had to sew. Mm. Uh, Stevie C had to sew Atlanta Falcons pajama pants. Oh, mom would always purchase us teams that we didn't root for. Yeah, yeah, and we never talked about this, but the Atlanta Braves won the World Series. So it's Christmas 1995. Mike, Mom's like, she's so excited. She's like, Stephen, Michael, I got something from QVC. I want you to line up. I want to take a photo. I, I got brand this. new film. Yep. I got brand new film. <laughs> yes. And we open it up, and, and it's the 1995 Atlanta Braves championship t-shirts. We're like, Mom, we're not Braves. <laughs> I had that for years. and We were still heartbroken over the Yankees losing to Seattle in that playoff series. Oh, man. And, uh, you know, you said film, and it, it, she would take the pictures on Christmas, but it would be about another two years before she would have the pictures developed. Oh. So you wouldn't care by the time you saw him, but we love you, Ma. Every time the UPS man pulls into our driveway, I'm like, Tanner, Olivia, it's the Ups man. <laughs> All right, so uh, Army 2021. Now, we talked about our father, our grandfather was stationed um, at West Point during World War II. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he started the tradition in the 1940s of doing the Army tailgate, and we've carried it on all throughout. I think his last year was probably 2009 or 2010. Probably. So I started doing it myself, and I did it with all of my friends, but it was more of like a party. We played beer pong and flip cup, and it was like, it was insane. Yeah. And uh, eventually I said, all right, I think I'm old enough. Right, let's let's have George Pushkar handle everything, and we'll just bring our own, you know, our own drinks because George is like, I want to, you know, I want to be like Uncle Tom over there. <laughs> and I, I want to make sure that you guys have all the food you want to eat over there there and i'll take care of all that you just bring your own drinks so anyways this past uh, saturday last week um we had the army football game and i had to pick up uh lewis lewis uh, chu lewis chu is not lewis shoe no not lewis shoe rock and steve and he's not related to the colvin brothers uh, that should be a mascot who's this guy so i picked them up around uh, seven o'clock in the morning and it was just me lewis and woody in the car and surprisingly lewis was the guy that was talking the most but all week long i was prepping them i said i said george pushkar handles all the food all you have to do is bring the drink of your choice, 
and rain gear because it's going to rain. So I, I'm, I'm guessing that they didn't follow instructions. Woody was fine, but I, I, Lewis is like, oh, I went to uh, the mobile. I got myself a cola. I'm like, that's all you're going to drink the whole day? Uh, buy a beer off of you, maybe. <laughs> so I was just, all right, thanks, Lewis. So we get there, and it's just me, Woody, and Lewis putting up my tent, um, and you know, because the push cars already. And set the rain up. didn't come too much later in the day, so you were no. okay at the beginning, right? So I'm trying to put up the tent, but between Woody and Lewis, it was like I was trying to teach them Greek. Yeah. So they're both looking at each other, and finally, I started to pull a Frank and be like, "All right, I'll just do it myself." Mm. So I got everything set up. I got all the equipment. Now Eric Pushkar, who's our cousin, who listens to the podcast every single Monday because he works on Sundays, mm. he is somebody that has all the new gadgets and all the new gear. Okay. So it's got the old traditions, like Grandpa's. Uh, you remember Grandpa's old table that had the the four seats that of were connected? Of course I do. Unfortunately, because I was like, George, what happened to the table? He's like, oh, that, that thing fell, fell apart over there. <laughs> so I, we had to throw it out. So Eric is the guy that brings all the new technology in. There was a heated tent um, that was where Lewis was hanging out most of the day. Yeah. And, you know, let me just kind of fast forward. So I got the nieces there with their men. And I also got, uh, you know, the little ones, Max and Jax, because they need snacks. Mm-hmm. But by the time we went to the game, all of a sudden, the news uh, over the loudspeaker was, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you're going to have to evacuate Mikey Stadium. There is a storm alert. We knew the storm was coming. We didn't. Oh, know I didn't know there was an evacuation. Alert. Yeah. So everybody left except Lewis Chu. Okay. Oh, so we get back to the tailgate, and all of a sudden the heavens opened up. The, the girls left. They went. No, back it was home. a bad storm. I was doing a wedding at uh, Lachan Board that day. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Eric Pushkar's brand new heat tent went up in the air and flew into the woods. Are you serious? I was holding on to my tent for dear life, and then all the freaking posts got bent. Oh no! It started downpouring. There was hail. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we still got a full day because we got. There at seven thirty, and it went till two thirty, and that's when the storm came. Were you ever allowed back into the stadium to see the game? Uh, Lewis stayed, I think, for a little bit because I was like, "Somebody call Lewis because we're going to eventually leave." Yeah, but Army killed Bucknell sixty three to ten. If they keep it up, they should make it into another bowl this year. That's always good. Happy Thanksgiving from Nina Blackwood, Goofy, and Frankenstein. Oh, please pass me. Uh, Happy Turkey uh, Day, oh, there, Mickey. Oh, these mashed potatoes. Fire are bad. Shut up and fish. It's Frank Colvin's 75th birthday show with the Colvin Brothers on Z93. She's my little rock and
It's the Coleman Brothers on Z93. We're doing a nice little tribute for our father, Frank, who would be 75 tomorrow. I remember, um, you know, Dad's 70th birthday party, which uh, was a surprise party. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because we're playing some Rolling Stones, little TNA. And Kathy and Uncle Tommy just saw the Rolling Stones at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. They went to the show? Marty hooked them up. I am very, well, Marty works there. Yeah. And I'm very great jealous. seats. Wow. I, I, uh, I picked this song because Dad loved boobs, little TNA. <laughs> and I, I don't know if he still did this to you when, you know, when you would bring girls home, but, you know, I was the oldest of the five so i started bringing girls around you know probably in the mid 80s and after that he would always like rate their boobs boobs weren't big enough get another one and I, this happened and, you know, going back even further in uh, virginia i learned everything i ever needed to know about the opposite sex in a tent with melinda ackerman i was nine and she was 10 the girl gives me a hickey and i know better than to come home with a hickey so i i got a band-aid and covered it up and mom's like why is there a band-aid on your, on your neck oh i i, I had an accident I, I fell over my handlebars let me see that and she sees it she goes that's a hickey she slaps me across <laughs> the face frank Frank, dad was outside barbecuing. Frank, your son just came home with a hickey. And my father, dad, deadpan just looks straight at me. He goes like, did you get laid? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he always used to say with with Albert and George whenever they come over. It's all his favorite questions. When mom passed away, you know, we always wanted to check on dad at Gold Road. Mm. So George would come over and Caesar at the time, which uh, dad hired. That's a whole other story to do some work outside. This guy's an idiot. It's taking him 12 hours to dig a simple hole. <laughs> um, and Albert was there. So dad's thing would always be, George and Albert, why are you here? You should be out getting late. <laughs> He's like, I, I can eat pizza with my son by myself. There you go. So my day job here at iHeart is I help a lot of local businesses with their marketing and advertising. Mm. And uh, Woody is our man on location. So yes. I got the opportunity. I got the green light to send Woody out to one of my clients for a big Thanksgiving promotion. And it's going on right now. So I kind of want to check in to see how it's going. And now the Colvin brothers go live to their man on the street. Um, Woody? Oh, hey, Colvin Brothers. Woody is here on location on the sidewalk of Grand Union with his live report. Don't forget to grab Crystal Gravy this Thanksgiving and invite your family to taste the future. Thanks, Louis. There appears to be a chopper circling over Imperial Plaza. Wait, something just came out of the back of the helicopter. It's a dark object. Perhaps a skydiver? A second? A third? No parachute yet. Oh my god, they're turkeys! They're crashing to the earth right in front of our eyes! One just went through the windshield of a parked car! This is terrible! Oh, the humanity! The turkeys are hitting the ground like sacks of wet cement. The crowd is running for their lives. I thought it would work. We planned it right down to the last detail. It was perfect. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. Back to you guys. <laughs> very, very nice reenactment of uh, uh, yeah. the classic WRKRP episode. I, and and we, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Lewis and Woody together. They only have one <laughs> gear. There's only one gear. But it, that worked. That was good. Uh, that was excellent. I think that we just stumbled onto something new. And something else that'll piss off Rock and Steve. Hey, is that Lewis shoe over there? <laughs> Our next song is going out to Dad during the Vietnam years. Yeah. All right. This is the animals. We got to get out of this place now. Michael uh, made, made me laugh. On makes me laugh quite often. But there was this black and white photo um, that I posted of Dad um, back in Turkey in 1965 when he was stationed in Vietnam. Mm. Cousin Sarah chimes in and goes, "Oh, I have a friend stationed there and wondered if it was still the same." And then you just chimed in and just said, "Yeah, it's the same, but now it's in color." And, uh, <laughs> It was such a snide remark. That must have been years ago. Oh, it, was, it was hilarious, but uh, I had to share that story. <laughs> it's the animals. Eric Burton still sounds the same. Go see him live when he tours. Colvin Brothers on Z93. In the dirty old part of the city Where the sun refused to shine People tell me it ain't no use in trying My little girl, you're so young and pretty And one thing I know is true You're gonna die before your time is due See my daddy in bed dying See his hair turning gray He's been working and saving his life away I know Yeah. 
Our tribute to Frank, our dad. He would be 75 tomorrow. Happy birthday, dad. What are we doing for him tomorrow? We're going to get together? I know. I don't know where we're going yet. Okay. But we're going to wear some flannel shirts. Matter of fact, I'm wearing I a flannel right now. I only have one. I think I'm the, I'm the son that picked what up the si- flannels. What size are you? Are uh, you extra large? I like extra large because anytime it goes in the wash, it shrinks. All right. I'm, I'm, I got I'm, like 17 of them. You're spotting me a flannel because I can't wear the Raz flannel two years in a row. You still have that one? I, I do because it's the only flannel I have. Yeah. So whenever I have to wear one, I've got it. And I gave it to dad and I think George probably took it after that. <laughs> You ready for who died today? We've been off a week. Who died today? In 1993, actor best known for his role as a scientist, Dr. David Banner on the CBS sci-fi drama series, The Incredible Hulk. Bill Bixby dies of cancer at 59. Well, he was known for that, but the the, the big thing that happened was between him playing the Hulk and his death, um, he was very good friends with Elvis. He's in a lot of the old Elvis movies, and they remained friends until Elvis's untimely death in 1977. Or so you would think, because Fox, and you can look this up, when Fox was still trying to make a name for themselves, this was in the era of the Joan Rivers show and all that, um, they ran a thing, I think it was called the Elvis Tapes, and Bill Bixby was the host, and it was like an hour's worth of evidence that Elvis was still alive. This would have been like in the late 80s. And it was, of course, you know, completely unfounded. Was this a Geraldo episode? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was very similar to that type yeah. of thing. But, you know, Bill Bixby had to walk the whole thing back not long after that. And, of course, he died in 1993, like you said. But that was a very memorable moment. It's probably on YouTube. Yeah, I remember him because we always watched uh, The Incredible Hulk. And I was like, wait a second. How, how is that guy the same guy that's green? And then we found out it was Lou Ferrigno. And uh, even before that, my introduction to Bill Bixby would have been uh, from The Courtship of Eddie's Father, featuring a, a, a song written by the late, great Harry Nielsen. Okay, because there was another show that he was a part of, too. I don't know if it was my favorite, Martian. I think he was. Yeah, that okay. was way back. That was That's a Breckman show, right, Breckman? Take the last train to Clarksville, and I'll meet you at the station. All right, well, we'll, we'll have you in here for the whole hour <laughs> next week. You shut up. All right, number two. On this day in 2017, singer and actor, famous for his role in the Partridge family, David Cassidy. Yeah, this one hurt. He, 67. Um, yeah, he had a, a rough a rough tumble at the end. And, and this happens to a lot. You know, he had a, he had a fight with, uh, with drugs and alcohol. It's very difficult to have those two or three years of absolute worldwide fame and then have to follow it up for the rest of your life. You know, he lived like another 40 years or whatever. And those, those glory years, the same thing happens with athletes. Um, it's very common with, with any celebrity, and it, it's it's a real shame when you hear a story like that. But uh, again, Partridge Family, very big part of my youth. Our next song is for Frank, and uh, keeping the theme, Billy Joel, Sleeping with the Television On, which is something Dad did quite often. Well, I, you know, I don't even know if you remember when he would actually go to bed. I mean, that stopped in the 80s at some point. But um, it, it was what was great about him, he had it, it was a typical house where Mom had the upstairs living room, Dad had the downstairs living room. You, you went through several couches and duvets over the years, but one thing that was guaranteed, he would always fall asleep with the TV on yep. and he would be snoring but if you tried to change it hey I was watching that every time right am I yeah, right yeah 
He had his potato sticks. <laughs> had his Rheingold uh, beer bottles that were that were classic. And I think this was during our, our dog Mikey was a beagle. Mm. We got him in uh, 1989, and I remember Dad would like fart so loud, and I would hear Mom say Frank, and then the dog <laughs> went running, and then we would just all start laughing. Yeah. Because, so it, 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 the TV, even it, up to his you know his, his death two years ago, uh, always slept with the TV going. Always. And if you do your uh, searches right now for Thanksgiving specials, I did this last night. I found the Barney Miller Thanksgiving episode, so it made me think of Frank. Got to make that happen. We are the Colvin Brothers on Z93. Well, I've been watching you all so night, Diane. Nobody's found a way behind your defenses. They never noticed the zap gun in your hand until you're pointing it and stunning your senses. on Z93, our Frank show. Uh, Dad would have been 75 tomorrow. And uh, all hour long, sharing songs that are kind of like themes. Not necessarily music he would like. I no, he, would, he, well, he liked the animals. <laughs> we played the animals earlier, and I wanted to tell this story, so I'll get it in now. Um, Mid-70s, Dad famously got our mother one of the giant console stereo oh, yeah. systems. Yep. And to this day, Stephen and I and our family will still do this on Christmas Eve. Like We'll leave that one present that's just wrapped up in the corner of the room. You don't know who it's for, but it, it the, the gift itself becomes part of the event. So he had this, it was this giant box and it was wrapped in blue foil paper that only our grandmother could have found. Yeah. And as a joke, our Uncle Tommy, who's listening right now in Vegas, laid across <laughs> it with a candelabra on top yeah. of him with, uh, you know, as if it was a, a coffin. And it turns out, you know, it was a stereo for mom. And I remember even that pissed her off. She was like in that phase of her life. But the the family, you know, the, the guys in the family, they were young and they're younger than we are now. So they, our house in Peekskill had like 17 stairs just to get into it because Peekskill is all hills. So they brought the thing up the next day. And within a year, the main amplifier on the stereo just went. So you couldn't just like go to Radio Shack and replace it because, yet again, this was a piece of furniture. It was the biggest piece of furniture in the house. So what Dad did, he was an engineer. He was a radar operator in um, in Vietnam and an engineer with AT&T. So he knew enough about electronics. He took the amplifier from the stereo that this replaced, because we never threw anything away and we still don't, <laughs> and he hooked it up to the turntable in the, the current model. You could hear on the number two, you could hear this stereo all the way out to <laughs> Hamilton Avenue. I am not lying. That's probably why we're all deaf. Yeah, exactly. We started at an early age. So he, he invented, you know, 
uh, it wasn't surround yet, but he, I don't know what the heck he did. And that's the way we listened to records. So he yep. was thrilled with that because we would have these parties in the backyard and we didn't have like a sliding door in that house or anything. So he would just open up a window and you'd be able to hear it for miles. Yeah, I remember it at Gold Road. And one of my, my memories, my favorite memories is, uh, Christmas Eve 1985 but after that we hosted something where dad was wearing a three piece suit he <laughs> took off the jacket he had, it was like this tan suit this is a cheesy vest and uh, he started playing you know uh, all, the, all the Colvin favorites and, he, and then Andrew came out with the Slinkies was it Andrew yeah it was a Dwayne Eddy song in fact it's playing underneath us right now and, and it was blasting and I yeah. just remember it was, it was so loud but then years later you know right when before mom passed away I think probably five years before that, it was just a, a table in the living room yep. because mom stopped using it, and by that time, she had CD players, thankfully. You know, it's family memories. All right, it's time for What's Happening at Mahoney's. Big week this week. Steelers and Chargers tonight. If you're into the football, it's football Sunday, and then tomorrow, Giants and Bucks. Yes, Giants, Bucks, and you know what? The Giants have a chance. This Brady's lost twice in a row, and Sequan Barkley's back, so, you know, things are looking up. Yeah, your, your old buddy was OBG. Oh, like, uh, the, the Odell name. Beckham, yeah. He, now, now he, it's so funny. He got signed by the Rams, and they immediately fell apart against the Niners last Monday and our buddy Raz was like, oh, it's the curse of OBJ. I'm like, yeah, I knew they were doomed. Yeah, Zoles calls him a cancer. A lot of great stuff at Mahoney's. Go to Mahoney'sIrishPub.com The specials are going on, but one of the things we want to talk about right now is Wednesday. It's the biggest bar night of the year. Now, for me, I'll be home watching Plane, Trains, and Automobiles. Which should be is, out with me. That's the theme next week, isn't it? Yeah, it is, but you should be out with me. Hey, six bucks on my right nuts says we're not landing in Chicago. <laughs> Those aren't pillows. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll be hosting uh, the, the biggest party night of the year, which means I have to find a new home for karaoke that week. And this is something I'm so glad to be doing this again because the pandemic. Last year, you know what I did for Turkey Yoki? I had it at my house. Yeah. So Turkey Yoki is going to be taking place on Thursday at 8 p.m. We should be getting our usual cast of characters. Really looking forward to it. It's it's, it's a night just for karaoke. You're done with your family. I mean, who's still hanging out with their family at 8 p.m.? You're going to come to Mahoney's. It's going to be a blast. You think Raz will come out for some vanilla ice, or you won't see him in 2023? I think 2023 is a solid bet, but uh, I've got Mike Benezra and Michelle from Juniors are going to come out, and they're going to do an Eminem duet, I promise. All right, so I'll, give, I'll put you on the spot. What's your guess for Lewis's karaoke song? <laughs> Ellis's Restaurant, <laughs> the whole 20 minutes. Oh, I was hoping I could do Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for uh, joining us. This complete hour was all dedicated to our father. Uh, we miss him. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that don't have their father or their mother or their siblings, and it's one of our ways of kind of keeping our family alive. So the whole show is that, really. Yeah, it, it was. I mean, that's why we're doing it, basically. In fact, if one of us gets knocked, you know, because we're, we don't live long, so if one of us goes, it'll just be the Colvin brother. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to add, Frank? Thanks for stopping by. Stay out of trouble. And uh, you're both idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Our last song is uh, BTO taking care of business for Georgie over there. And I'll never forget this. We told the story probably a couple months ago, but Jennifer's first wedding to Sal. Um, you have to <laughs> you have to denote them. I mean, I'm, I've had two already, but I'm yeah. done. But yeah, your first wedding. Uh, Uncle Tommy is never shy to take a microphone. And uh, he took the microphone during this from John Schaefer and started singing uh, BTO taking care of business along with Georgie over there and Dad, all three them dad in his cummerbund in his top hat you remember that yeah the top hat was always big <laughs> uh so it's a memory that we'll always remember and uh, we need to get out of here right now because breck is uh back at michael's house getting ready because it's the annual survivor series who do you got team smackdown or team raw i, I got uh, i got uh, afc richmond <laughs> <laughs> we're the coleman brothers on
Guess what happened to old Frank? It's family. Wow.